Hello and good afternoon, everyone. Welcome to the final show of this week. Uh, and quite frankly, Mr. Boomstick is effing exhausted. Uh, five shows, four days. And you know what? Honestly, I've been having a lot of fun. Uh, yesterday's um, special edition of the Bre of Breakfast with Boom, because Friday uh, I was going to uh, see um, uh, uh, Multiverse of Madness with my brother was just phenomenal so many laughs i mean just nice. like towards the end we got a little messy we got a little silly it was it was a lot of fun it was a lot of fun um but here we are here today ladies and gentlemen on the newest episode of x vlog live ladies and gentlemen and it is the new one-on-one -on -one show that seems to have uh you know, people are enjoying it. The, the fans are enjoying it which is fantastic uh, i love doing the sit downs with the one-on-ones we get a chance to sit here for 60 70 minutes Get two or three topics in. You get a bunch of gameplay. Today, you're going to get some Halo Lone Wolves, which I've been playing. Mm. I'm just about to hit level 35 on my battle pass, which nice. is great. Because, you know, I mean, listen, I, I did like everyone. I, I got the first 25. I paid for it. I don't care because <laughs> I don't mind. I, I got the, the premium battle pass for my points. I already yeah. had. And then like most most battle passes, I dropped 20 bucks uh, day one because that's just I, I enjoy doing it. Yeah. I enjoy getting some of the skins and stuff. But enough of that shenanigans. Before we get into what we're going to be talking about, Mr. Badbit, what's going on, brother? How you feeling? What is up? What is up? I took a early lunch so that I could be here to talk games with you, man. Oh, uh, brother, um, I definitely appreciate it. Uh, yeah, man, he's uh, he's he's doing the the the, the big man job um, yeah. right now, and uh, yeah, he took he took a took his lunch break early to be here, and we're going to entertain you for the next seventy minutes, folks. We got a couple of big ones to get into. Uh, we're going to briefly talk about our experiences uh, with 343's newest season two. Quite frankly, ladies and gentlemen, I am really enjoying myself to the point that like, I just killed myself so much. So uh, <laughs> I jumped off the edge of madness. Uh, I, I'm, I'm really enjoying it. Uh, I put, I'm going to say maybe 30 games, uh, 35 mm -hmm. games so far. I played 21 this morning and only lost three out of the 21. And I'm doing randos. Um mm. I'm just doing quick play because, uh, you know, it's it's it's. I like that. I like oddball. I like King of the Hill. I like all the the the, the silliness of it because you know if if there's, if you want to see complete madness, play King of the Hill. I mean, it is a grenade tossing fest. Yeah. It's so much fun because there's so much going on. Um, but uh, yeah, listen, um, Joe, we're gonna get into just a couple of things. First of all, we got yeah. some breaking news to get into, and Joe Ooh, brought that to my attention. Because I was busy playing uh, Halo. I didn't catch it. Jeff Keighley <laughs> has made the news once again. And you know, obviously, listen, whether you like him, whether you hate him, whether you're lukewarm or you just love the guy, he is and probably for the remainder of, of the, his existence within the industry have been an integral part of mm -hmm. taking gaming to another level. When you start talking about putting it in in front of the eyes of people that normally don't look, um, and I think he is incredibly important to the industry. I understand. Listen, I'm not a boob, folks. I'm a grown man. I'm 51 years old. This is a business, and he is a businessman, and he yeah. is in it to make money. But at the same time, his love of gaming has never wavered. As a matter of fact, I would dare say that Jeff Keighley's ambition to put on these big mega shows to put e3 on his back and and uh, and and take up um what uh, you know what, what's no longer a thing e3 is gone right e3 may not come back and you know the last couple of summer game fests 
and haven't been bitten as good as they probably should have been. But I think that, you know, he has a, a new uh, uh, vigor to what he wants to deliver because he understands that all the world will be watching his show. And I'm looking forward to it. And 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 let, let's break down the, the press release, Joe. He, he tweeted moments ago, uh, we have a date. Don't miss hashtag Summer Game Fest, uh, Game Summer Game Fest streaming live on Thursday, June 9th, which would be 11 p.m. Uh, I mean, 11 a.m. Pacific time, 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and of course, 6 p.m. Ground Mountain Time. And he says, "I am hosting a live cross-industry showcase." Game announcements, reveals, and, of course, plus Day of the Devs. Lots of events coming in June. Keep checking SummerGamesFest.com for more information. Um, Joe, let's uh, let's talk about it, brother. I mean, you know, every year, I think that even if you don't like how he wears his love for Sony on his shoulder, on his patch, on his, you know, I, I don't care one way or another. I think everyone has their own likes. I love Xbox more. You like yeah. Sony more, but we still play on the opposite end of the spectrum's console. No big deal. Um, his end of the year show has been a staple for two decades. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, it continues to get better. Last year's was absolutely phenomenal um i i'm gonna say this though joe um yeah 2020 one where obviously COVID had just sprung into action you know ruining the world uh as we know it was was done in a way where he he proved that an all digital event can be done if you put the bucks behind it and he has continued to build on that success and obviously uh, the Keeleys, as the kids call them, will be coming back this December. But we're going to get this uh, Summer Game Fest first. Yeah. Um, you know, we don't know how long it is. Uh, we're thinking maybe 90 minutes, maybe two hours. You know, he's going to have a bunch of events throughout the uh, throughout June. We do know that. What are you expecting from his, from the big show? Because this is it. This is his showcase. Yeah. So it's interesting because right off, off the top, it – I'm assuming there may be still that one in August. And I'm hoping that maybe he can have one in June, one in August and kind of separate the times a bit, right? Break break those shows essentially in half, because I feel like the one critique everybody has with any of these shows is they're great. There's a lot of awesome games there, but it's too long. And you, yep. you, you kind of lose people after that 90 minute mark, people start tuning out. There's too many commercials yeah. or too many things that feel like ads, which is ironic because these showcases are just like, <laughs> when you think of big picture, they're like 90 minute ads. So, you know, to me, I think not 90 minutes is, is, is truly key for any of these showcases as well. Like anything more than that, I'm getting tired. And I know some people are like, no, you give me three hours of back-to-back must-play games and I'm there. But for me, I'm 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 out after 90 minutes. I need to take a nap. My brain starts turning off. You know? <laughs> I love it. Not the brain turns off. I love it. That's great. <laughs> what about you, man? What what do you think like the link should be? 
You know, I mean, you know, I was, it's funny, um, the uh, Xbox Factor podcast uh, uh, DM that you were a part of, because obviously yeah. you were part of that show for many, many years. Um, it was brought to, it, someone had put out there, uh, Aaron Greenberg, uh, someone said that the show was going to be 90 minutes, and Aaron Greenberg did a rebuttal and said, listen, uh, normally our shows are about 90 minutes. We haven't put a, an official timestamp on it, so yeah. just stay tuned. Um, and most people, Pong Soul, Boxenberger, Mav, everyone seems to think that the 90 minutes is is, is kind of just like right there. Yeah. Um, for me, I, I, I'm greedy. I'm not going to say a three-hour <laughs> show. I, I would like a two-hour show. Yeah. And I say that only because we anticipate at least 20 minutes being dedicated to Starfield unless... Now, oh, you think at twenty minutes? Ooh, wow. Okay. Yeah, I, 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 you know what I think could potentially happen. I think Tell we me. could, I could, I think we could get, um, you know, a gameplay trailer, which would, which, which would be expected. Todd Howard's going to walk out, or yeah. in some cases, God Howard is going to walk out, <laughs> and he's going to do his thing. But I think it's possible, uh, that, and we don't know because they haven't announced yet. Paris Lilly, who's a good mm-hmm. friend of the community, great uh, contributor. Uh, on his time, both working with uh, with you know uh, kind of funny games and, the, right. and what he's done with Xbox so far, as well as uh, Gamertag Radio, um, has uh, he he pulled it off, man. He did such an amazing job last year, and I think it could be possible that after their uh, Sunday event that week, which is normally the E3 week, we could get a couple of shows. You know, a couple of thirty-minute, forty-five-minute shows where he hosts something. Maybe Larry Herb hosts something. Kind of like a Treehouse Live. Pretty much, yes. Yeah, yeah. I would actually like. Here's the thing, because I, I, I know Xbox wants to do its own thing, and I get it. I, I totally get it. But at the same exact time, I I do feel like there's a bits of the formula in where they could take from both like State of Plays and Nintendo Directs that. They could apply here because, like, you know, no disrespect to Paris, but I want little to no hosts. Like, I want just, just, and I think this is what so many people want is just like, show me three games, cut to yeah. a host to, to talk about a little something right here. Show me yeah. three games, cut to the host so they can have a little something there. Well, yeah, again, that's games, Nintendo games, has yeah. made that a, a staple and it works. You know, like, I comes up and he goes, and, and and you and you watch three trailers. And they have that <laughs> they have that thing where they'll just be like like with Nintendo they'll be like and there's a direct after the show, so like you don't need to spend. To me, I know everybody's excited for Starfield. Uh, I saw the pictures too. Miles Dampierre is trying as hard as to get me excited for this game, and it's working. Um, like I, we all want to see it because we've heard so much about it, but I don't want the show to be 20 minutes just of starfield i would like you know show me a good 10 minutes of it and then give me another 10 off off screen so that the people that are truly dedicated to starfield have a place to kind of bond talk to each other and then at the same exact time even give feedback to the devs because they're watching those streams you know all the customers y'all are saying in chat the devs are reading (laughs) so have a dedicated place for that and to have that that hype build and then it's its own playlist on YouTube is, is the way I'm thinking of it. So uh, that's what I would want to see is really Xbox. Show me, show me the goods, show me the highlight reel. And then if, if it's something really big, let's just say Redfall or Starfield that we still think are coming out this year, right? 
then go, hey, after this, there's a stream that you could watch for the Redfall. 4K on footage the- has been uploaded. It's ready to rock and roll. Boom, exactly. There you go. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Give it give it its own spotlight that I think that would be a great place to start if you're Xbox. Yeah, I, I absolutely agree. And uh, listen, uh, the, the show is going to be the show. Uh, we, we, we we expect that Sony is going to have their show at some point. We, we yeah. have no information. We expect Nintendo is going to have a Treehouse event. Uh, one of the interesting things that we don't know what either of those those publishers are going to do. Um, but, you know, just rewinding it back to uh, Jeff Keighley stuff. Um, yeah. I am looking forward to his show. I think it's good. I think, he you know, he, one thing that he does do very well is he pivots to um, critical um you know, acclaim, of course, as well as criticism. And uh, I know that he's heard the cries about, you know, his things were kind of messy. They were a little over the place. They're hard to find. find How do I watch this, Jeff? How do I do this? You know, and um, he obviously, you know, he, he's going to take that criticism. He's going to build on it. And I would imagine that we are potentially going to have a show um, as tight um, as what we get with the Keeleys each and every uh, December. Um, and that's the Game Awards, of course. Um, so I, I, I'm, I'm very much looking forward to it. I mean, listen, it's not a traditional E3, but who cares, right? All, yeah. all you care about is if you get a chance to see new games, and it's going to be great. And I, and I can't wait to see what everyone's putting out there for, um, obviously, this year, but more importantly, next year and we're going to get into the 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 next year conversation relatively soon because microsoft finds themselves in a position uh that Mm -hmm. we have all been waiting for for quite some time and that's that's for their big um um uh, first party bangers as the kids say to release uh before we get to that uh, i want to shout out a couple of people because some 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 super chats have come in and the first one that came yesterday that I do remember reading is from Sith Lord. He actually dropped a $2 super chat even before the show started to turn around and say, happy May the 4th be with you. And indeed, brother, That's I right. did read that I, actually because he, he DM'd me. So that I, he, I, he asked me if I got it. And yes, I yes, I do. I, I went back and looked. But um, gamers play HUD zero. Friend of the program. He drops. Very generous $10 super chat to open up the day. And he says, Compulsion Games and NXile are the dark horses of XGS family right now. What do you what what do they have cooking? Might be the ones to look out for on the Xbox, uh, Xbox Bethesda showcase next month. Hashtag game on GT HUD Zero. Well, listen, brother, one of the things that I continue to go back to is when Papa Phil speaks. He doesn't talk out the side of his neck. He, there, there, mm-hmm. there, there's always a point that he's making that you must pay attention to. Mm. And about a year ago, maybe maybe even a little bit longer at this point, Joe, he was interviewed. And he was asked specifically, I don't remember who did the interview, but they asked him specifically, if there's one game, if you could pick one game, Phil, that the public hasn't seen yet, uh, that you're most excited for, that you yourself are most excited for, uh, what would that be? And he mm-hmm. he he specifically said to the interviewer, "Can I pick two? And the interviewer says, "Yeah, sure, go crazy, pick two. And he says, "Well, he goes, the easy one uh, is going to be Starfield, right? Obviously, he knows he he's been seeing it, he's been yeah. playing it. You know, Phil is Phil. But he said before before even before he even added the the the, the obvious one." 
he went on to say that what Compulsion Games is working on is has him most excited. Now, we've mm. heard rumors, right, that it's set in a fantasy um, type of uh, environment. It's like a Bioshock meets an Uncharted. It's supposed mm-hmm. to be third person over the shoulder. Um, we have no, we, we've never seen anything. I haven't even seen the screenshot leak out, so I have no idea what it even looks like. Right. Um, I'm excited for that because we happy few, even though a lot of people didn't finish it. I didn't finish it because I thought it was going to be more like Bioshock, and I wound up falling off a little bit. Uh, you know, I, I never, I didn't complete it. Um, but that team. Like game uh, gamers play HUD Zero says is is a dark horse. I don't mm. necessarily think that Inexile's a dark dark horse because their history is just precedes them. But yeah. the dark horse that he's referring to may be that triple A open world game that we're here. Um, so again, again, we don't know, Joe. What are you? What are your thoughts on 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 what game, gamers play had to say? <laughs> I like this because it highlights to me. Uh, the most exciting acquisitions Microsoft ever made were the ones with the lowest price tag. Like to me, the most like Activision and Blizzard is exciting because I get to play my Blizzard games on PC like the like the good Lord intended to. All right. When they really started going downhill is when they started porting everything to console. You're like, oh, this is going to be great. And you're like, uh-uh. Um, and that's great and all, but I love 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 how microsoft has picked up these studios that were kind of like you know going game to game contract by contract but are incredibly talented right and all they needed was the safety net of being in a in a parent company that gets it and seeing in exile is exciting because they are a studio that is incredibly talented but just never had the financial backing that they have now. So it's really cool. It, it, it kind of reminds me of like when you take a look at Insomniac, this is one studio that Sony bought and they're really just milking the crap out of. <laughs> like, it, like yeah, they, they don't they're miss. They're doing what, what I would call the heavy lifting for Sony yeah. right now. And, 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 and to great success, oh, by the way. Absolutely. And to see that hopefully translate over to like in exile and the games that they're making, um, you know, Ninja Theory, they're, the games that they're making, I think probably my favorite studio that they've bought, Obsidian, whatever, they're, all the things they're making, like these, these studios are going to be working on, you know, they're, I mean, obviously with like Obsidian, they're not just working on one game. They're really going to crank out some impressive titles. So I'm, I'm, I'm with you. I, I think the dark horse for me is in exile just because it just simply because we don't hear much from them. Yeah. They're, they, they seem like they got their head down. They're working on stuff. I want to see what stuff that is. Yeah. You know what? If, if I were to pick one studio that I would equate uh, to insomnia games, who is just doing the God's work, the gaming yeah. God's work, right? We know that they're working on, spider-man wolverine uh, supposedly a resistance re a resistance fall of man reboot my heart please (laughs) don't break my heart do it um i think obsidian would be the studio that you can compare uh almost one-to-one because of what they're doing you know obviously you have grounded and you have you know whatever else that they're working on outside of the outer worlds 2 
Uh, you know, we're hearing that they're kind of maybe they might be doing some sort of a collaboration to bring Fallout New Vegas to to uh, origin. Apparently, they're working on something else. And even one of the the, uh, the the heads of the studios has a smaller game with a smaller team that he's excited and nervous to show. It's uh, there's a lot going on for them. Uh, yeah. And uh, I, I'm very excited. I honestly cannot wait to see what this compulsion thing is because we've been hearing about it and and we've heard about it, but then we've heard nothing about it. And I, yeah. I'm super I'm super stoked. Compulsion for that. has the most to um what can I say? How can I say this? They have like the most to, to prove. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. they're a relatively new studio. Or not really relatively, they are a new studio. You know, we happy if you didn't set the world on fire. Yeah, I I was thinking it was gonna be more like a Bioshock and it wasn't. Um, so hopefully whatever Phil's seen, hopefully it is impressive enough that it wins people over. That that this is this is this is um we see the promise of that studio. Cause you're right, I think monetarily they didn't have the they didn't have the. They didn't the have the backing, but, but you know, yeah. they, they were an indie studio that were figuring out how to pay, how to pay the bills and also eat. Right? Absolutely, you know. Absolutely. So now, now, see again. This is this is where the consolidation thing comes into effect. Where you're seeing Sony, you're even seeing Nintendo. They made an acquisition of of of, of a smaller <laughs> studio. Um, and land the best yeah, type of acquisition. <laughs> yeah, I mean, listen, it, 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 that's what. They, but then again, they've been working with them for a hundred years, right? So yeah. it, it makes perfect sense. But the 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 acquisition thing isn't to try and choke out each other. The acquisition, yeah. uh, the consolidation of the industry, isn't uh, is, is isn't. I mean, it's a business, right? We we talked about that at the open. It, folks, this is a business. Everyone's got to make money. I, I hear you, but at the same time. Games are becoming so expensive to make outside of the games. Let's talk real life for a second. Gas yeah. is $6. Cream cheese is $8. Bread is $5. These are things that used to be half that price, and they're not that, and they're not that half price anymore. Mm-hmm. Everything costs more. So when you compound everyday actual living that you're not making a game, you, you know, it, it's, it's going to be harder for the smaller teams and developers not to want to take or drink the Kool-Aid as, as, as they say. And I think it's, it's, it's exciting. It's nerve wracking for sure. Cause you never want to see one entity get too big, right? You know, you never right. want to see that, but I, I think we're in for an interesting ride. Nonetheless, I'm looking forward to uh Keely show just to give everyone the heads up. If you're asking, I'm going to answer. I will be covering that live. Um, yeah. I don't know how long it is. I don't know. Um, you know, I, I, Again, we, we, we'll find out exactly, um, you know, the length. If it's a 90-minute show, I will cover it live. If it's a, if, if it's a, if, if it's a, um, a heavy-duty show, uh, I'll probably cover it that evening. I, I, I'll figure out if I I'll put a panel together and we'll talk about what was shown. But needless to say, we got a couple of weeks until that happens, and I will keep everyone up to date, but I, I will be covering it all, so don't worry about that. Let me yeah. just catch up with some of the super chats. Uh, Drawn TJ, generous friend of the program, he says, "Good morning, guys." So dropping a five dollar super chat. Thank you for that, Ooh, brother, and welcome, welcome. We also have uh, Sith Lord says, "Happy Revenge of the Fifth. Ah, I That's like right. that, brother. Yeah, That's that right. drops a two dollar super chat. Good. And did you see Joe? 
that Obi-Wan trailer. <laughs> Oof, chef's kiss already, brother. I mean, <laughs> they have the, the 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 fifth brother. They have the third sister. In this Dude. Like, what is, what is happening? Real talk. I was in a meeting and I was sharing my screen. I literally... Boss is right there. I literally checked Twitter to see the Kenobi trailer. No shame. I'm like, I know, I know, I should be doing work, but this is important to me. And they're like, this we is get life, it. okay? <laughs> listen, 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 Mr. Warbucks, it's life. Take it this easy. This is this is the Kenobi show. You need to realize oh this God, means something. I love, I love it. I, I love how the nerds have taken over the planet. This is this, oh, is, yeah. this is a wonderful thing. Uh, and like, it's, it's not a shame. Like I'm not like. No, what are you no, gonna no. do? Fire me because I want to watch Kenobi? You know what I mean? Like this is important. I have yeah, my no, rights. Absolutely. <laughs> um, I, listen, it, it, it's 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 look. I said this yesterday. I'll say it again. Yeah. Star Wars is in a, in a uh, without um, Filoni, Dave Filoni, and John oh. Favreau. Star Wars is in deep trouble. Okay. Yeah. Honestly, since, God bless since, Filoni. Since they ha- and now Kevin Feige, obviously, he's doing his own Star Wars. Papa Feige, um, right? We know we know what, he, what he's a uh, pop, uh, pop. You know, again, yeah. no offense against anyone else, but the reality is, is that these guys they get are it. doing some things. They they absolutely get it. They yeah. get and, it. Uh, and and Dave Filoni trained by the master. Yep. Known as, of course, George Lucas. Yeah. Um. So we're very excited for that. But Kia Walker drops a very generous five dollars super chat and says Fortnite is back on iOS. I was going to tell you Xbox Cloud Gaming. Interesting. I did not know that. I mean. Look, I think what what they do over there is amazing. I wish I could love Fortnite as much as the kids. Oh, really? Yeah. I mean, I did. You try no building? I did not try no build. Try no no building. The the, the no build. I I I I saw it when it was not. I think that's cool. I I think a lot of people have been asking for that. Um, so I I may jump back into it. I know they have a whole they have a whole big Marvel thing going on. Mm -hmm. Uh, Actually, a Star Wars thing. They have lightsabers are back and and blasters are back. I'll share you the uh, a tweet that I'm going to uh, craft up because it is the best victory royale oh. I've ever gotten. We're, oh, we're in nice. a shotgun fight and like I ran out of bullets. This guy's about to kill me and I whip out a lightsaber and I kill him. Uh, it's is the great. coolest is, thing I've ever done. That is that is absolutely cool. Um, yeah. Look, let's let's get into what's on your screen. Um, okay. Halo Infinite. Um, uh, came out last year in two yeah. phases. Obviously, multiplayer came out in November. Single player came out in, uh, in December. Uh, both, in my opinion, again, folks, you know, this is just my opinion, Mastercraft in, in, in every level. Uh, the single player, I spent probably close to 100 hours. Uh, I, I have, I've done almost everything. I, I'm, I'm with the logs, which are a real pain in the rear to find. I am at 87%. That's a, that's, I want to, I want to sew that up. Um, and the multiplayer, I got halfway through the battle pass and I kind of fell off a cliff and I blame mm-hmm. Elden Ring for that 187 hours later. Well, there you go. Um, um, so I got to level 52 in the battle pass. Uh, I will, once I'm done with this one, go back, which yeah. you can do, which is awesome. I love that. I love that you can switch the battle pass and go back and continue. So as I can have a flaming head and the rest of my body. I, I like that. Um, so obviously here we are three, four, three, once again, a little bit of controversy up into the launch. A lot of people walked away, uh, uh, a little disappointed because of what they were giving. This was going to be another six month, uh, battle pass instead of three, which a lot of people are used to, you know, and that you see in apex that you see in Warzone, that you see, of course, in the granddaddy, uh, Fortnite. 
Uh, I'm okay with that because it's going to probably take me that long because I don't stay on just multiplayer. I'm going to be playing something else. uh, I'm sure. Um, So I I don't mind. And I I won't be penalized not finishing the battle pass because I can always go back and do so. But I am telling you right now, folks, if you stepped away uh, from Halo Infinite multiplayer, I, I, I I implore you to go back and try it because the new maps are fantastic. Uh, the gameplay, and I'm going to say something that may, Cognito, if you're listening, and I know that you might be, cover your ears, brother, because you're going you're gonna to turn red. Um, I think, Joe. What's that? They, they, 343 Industries has outdueled Bungie in the shooting mechanics. Oh, I think I think Halo Infinite shooting is the, the sign for better than Bungie's Destiny. I'm gonna tell you that right now. Oh, oh boy, I don't know. I don't know. I, about I that. mean, again, it's it's an opinion, folks. It's, it's an opinion. It's, it's, it's definitely opinion. one that exists. I I will agree. I think so. On that statement, I think the shooting in in Infinite is Chef's kiss. Yes, I think it's better in terms of like PvP. Sure, I'll give you that because Destiny's PvP is it used to be great. It's whack. I don't like it. As they use tear of the kids are using. It's whack. Um, but in terms of like general like PVE shooting, man, there's just something about Destiny. There's just oh, something you, about it. You know, you might it be on so something because the PVE in Destiny is pretty damn good. Like yeah. it is really spot on like i can't believe i'm i'm an old man folks i'm 51 i don't have the same you know skills as i did when i was a kid and you know what that's the see that that's the difference with like with halo yeah i told you folks i played 21 games this morning and i only lost three and i was playing with randos and and again i I, listen i'm not leading the pack with uh you know 17 kills i did have 17 kills one match but i I get my double digits I'm, I'm, i'm holding my own um, but I, 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 you might be onto something because the, 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 um, when you talk about multiplayer, I, 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 I think hands down, um, Halo takes the cake for that for me yeah. anyway. Uh, the, the PVE, the, the single player aspect of it, you might be onto something because the Destiny shooting is really good, for sure. Um, but listen, uh, let, 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 let there is okay. Talk I, I do have one complaint. I have a complaint, ladies and gentlemen. Talk about And it. I'm not writing an email because it's very minuscule. Okay. When you start the new season, yeah. it asks you if you want to see this new cinematic. Yeah. And I watched it. And my God, it's so good. My God, Joe, it is just so good that it tells this story. And I'm not going to ruin it for you. I'm not going to tell you what the story is. Yeah. Go watch it. And it's about what is it? Maybe five minutes, maybe six minutes. It's not, you know, it's 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 on the level of what you would expect a Halo uh, trailer to, you know, uh, you know, like one, yeah. of the, one of the movies to have, you know, one of the CG uh, movies to have. And as soon as it finished, I said, "My God, when can I play this in single player? When can I play this right now? Because I have to know how we got here. What mm-hmm. happens next?" And do I have any control? And that's the one thing that I am hoping comes to fruition from a rumor about two and a half years ago, folks. You remember that big Reddit leak where supposedly, again, this is this is complete. You know, this is take it with a grain of salt. That 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 um, there were going to be little three to four hour um, 
nuggets of story for yeah. other characters. Um, even even some of the uh, of the bad guys, even some of the banished, which would be I heard that Atriox was going to be a playable character at some point for you to see his story. Uh, Locke is a must. We got to mm. know what happened to Locke. We got to know what happened to t- uh, Blue Team, Team Osiris. These are these are stories that not only are we owed as fans. Mm. Uh, th- these characters deserve a story arc that explains to us what happened. Now, I don't know how long that's going to take to deliver it. I know right now it's all hands on deck with multiplayer, and I and, I, and obviously it's free to play. That's what you got to do. Um, at the same time, you know, uh, I, I hope that there is a team that is working on the single player. Um, I, I, like I said, I really, really loved. Um, uh, uh, Halo Infinite's uh, single player. One of the things that I missed were the biomes. It was just what it was. There was no mm-hmm. forest. There was no sand. There was no. Uh, my favorite of, of part in, in any gaming because I'm a winter baby is there was no snow. You know what I'm saying? No, no real impactful. You know, snow blowing. You know, hurting your vision, and you run into a. You know. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, a, a, a camp of, uh, of 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 banished. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Um, did did you get a chance to watch the uh, the the, the uh, this this little um, <coughs> movie? Excuse me. No, I did not. They never offered me to watch the cinematic. Oh, everybody my. was talking about the cinematic. I'm like, where do I, where do I find it? where do i go and and you know like i like i talked about earlier i'm like is it like a console thing because right now i'm on pc because my my xbox is in the shop for another week like what's what's up <laughs> let me I, I honestly don't know but as soon as i started as soon as i started the uh the season it asked me if i wanted to move and i i don't i don't just press the button to, to, to move on i have to see everything yeah uh if you get a chance to check it out you know if you can't see it on pc which would be a little weird go to youtube put it up um i i i, I like I said, it didn't it didn't disappoint me. It excited me. Uh, it really excited me on to what could potentially be a thing moving All forward. Right. Um, I, I I can't wait to see what they do with the uh, with the single player campaign. It, it's it's going to be really good. I, yeah, I, I wonder what we'll see from them at E three. I yeah, that's a will, good point, dude. I didn't yeah. think about that. You, you have to you have to assume we're going to see a little bit more multiplayer stuff. Probably, uh, you know co-op and um and uh forge in there and then like maybe do the little battle royale thing you know like actually commit to it it's good it's gonna help the player basically have have people find halo go for it Uh, i'm all i'm all for it i think last spartan standing is a great idea and a great premise to build off of everyone's keep telling me boom you gotta try it it's very competitive it's pretty good i'm gonna get it's pretty good i know i'm gonna die like right out of the gate i know it's <laughs> not my bad that's why i don't that's why that's why i don't play uh yeah. the, you know the the, the the big open thing but but i will say this certain affinity who is has been basically confirmed to be doing a battle royale of sorts the, yeah. a, 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 their version their take on has me excited because it's not going to be a Fortnite battle royale. It's not going to be a Warzone battle royale. It's going to be a certain affinity, and and, and we know anything they touch is special, right? That we, yeah. I mean, I mean, come on, they they've been with this franchise since I, the inception. 
I yeah, I want to say the Inception. I I, I was going to say Halo Two, if I'm mm-hmm. not mistaken. I could be wrong. Yeah. I don't know if they were there for Halo. I believe 1, they're 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 ex Bungie folks yeah, that have been working on it since yeah. the Inception, and then created their own company to just start helping uh, build maps and stuff. So cool. I'm I'm definitely you know. I'm excited to see what they have to offer. And hopefully there's like an absorption. They're just like, hey, you guys are great. Come join us. You know, be be a part of this. Be a part of the family. It's been enough. We've been dating for too long. You know what? It's it's what what I'm hoping it does is take some pressure off of three four three so they can continue to build the maps for infinite. And that worry, because again, we, we, you know, they, they were a little bullish up in the beginning, Joe, about doing a battle royale. Remember the whole, there's no BR unless it's a battle <laughs> rifle thing. And yeah, and maybe, they, maybe they feel kind of way about it. And that's okay. It's okay. Listen, if you guys don't want to do that, it's no problem. I think that's where certain affinity comes in and yeah. they do their thing. And then, you know, you have certain affinity doing the battle royale. You have three, four, three industries and in their multiplayer team, which is extremely talented doing multiplayer and again folks if you stepped away please go back to it the new big team battle map is freaking dope it's so big oh my god it's awesome um and uh and then they're gonna have the team working on the single player uh i i i don't want to wait two years joe yeah for a a, a continuation of what you know what happened at the end of infinite i I don't i don't want to do that i think it better suits a 10-year plan as it's been projected that you give us little tidbits every three or four months every six months we get a new four to six hour campaign with a different character and then you know and then once that's been doled out then you give us the big one the big 20-hour campaign in two years to follow up infinite you know tell us what happened with uh, you know, with uh, you know, with the new AI and, and Master Chief, I don't want to ruin anything for anybody because some people still haven't be- beaten it yet. Yeah. But uh, it's I'm very, very satisfied. If you were on the fence, if you walked away, uh, you know, like I see some people like, yeah, boom, I, I played it. I was a little bored with the maps. I say give it another shot, man. I mean, mm-hmm. some of the new maps are great. I, I, like I said, it's it's it's, it's weird because I feel like the, there's so much. I don't know. Like, Halo's weird, man, because like let's all let's all gather around here. This <laughs> season I feel like is everything that we've wanted, but at the same exact time, it's not enough of the things that we want. Like they've they've done like it's a it's a genuine improvement. It's not like it's a, a, a small you know skip. This is a leap improvement. Yeah. But mm-hmm. I've seen a lot of hardcore Halo folks going, Yeah, but there's not enough here to last six months. Yeah. And I, months, I, I I think yes. Yes. Six months, I'm not certain. To to see things still pushed back as well. It's like to me, it's like you know your parent company's a trillion dollar company. You know you're the flagship brand. Yeah. What's going on here? Like there is a part of me that thinks that genuinely. Yeah. And then and you're there, right to think that. 100%. Yeah. And 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 to me, it is frustrating seeing people that go, there is something really good here. We're just afraid it won't last because of how prolonged it is. You're right. Like two maps ain't enough. The progression's definitely, you could feel like it's changed for the better. But what it doesn't have is that Fortnite or that Apex, we can change something 
add a, add a flip of a coin or add something in or even just take something away or whatever or substitute something vault uh, you know open the vault of of abilities and weapons um that this game doesn't have and i don't think there to me is an excuse for it um because you know i i know like our buddy ains has, has stated like yeah but like fortnite had those problems apex had those problems to a launch and that's rightfully so but this is not the same market that apex or fortnite have have walked into where it's not a lot of competition this you know battle royale games as service is now more competitive than it's ever been you have to be off the gate ready and i just don't think that they were and i think that that has hurt halo to to a certain extent i do and at the same exact time understanding the faults i'm not saying that this game is like dead in the water i no way on on earth it's just it's it's just gonna have a slower launch than expected and probably have a bit of a rebooted launch once they get everything in order of like here's everything here's forge here's the whole kit and caboodle three months long all this once they get the engine revving it's everything's golden it's just it's been a cold start right now for them so i understand the criticisms uh, i definitely do i don't think it's like you know i think it's hurt them for sure i don't think it's it's killed them by any means like some people are trying to make it yeah, make no, it out I, to be I, I absolutely agree I, I definitely think you're onto something for sure um, also you hit that guy yes you i hit did. them yeah i hit him he should have died he's a prick but it's okay i i i missed uh, i missed it's a cheating. double kill by a hair um Real quick, uh, Suicide King says, "Watching the ba- this background now, I want to play Halo." Damn you, boom! It's good. <laughs> That's it's good. Point. Um, listen, uh, Joe. Let me catch up with some of the super chats. Uh, Sir X Men uh, drops an outstanding two dollars super chat. And says Disney is doing its thing without raising prices. Yeah, I mean, they're definitely uh, Netflix. They're not doing a Netflix. That's for sure because Netflix raised their prices again and. And if it wasn't for the uh, Korean TV dramas that M- Mrs. Boom and I are absolutely <laughs> infatuated with, yeah, we, you know, I can I tell them to suck it. But uh, N- we, we, yeah, the subscription wars is, is, is going to be a very interesting watch mm-hmm. because I was saying the other day to, to my brother, I'm like, I think Netflix's problem is they have too much content and they're not doing a good job curating that content. Where like Disney, you could argue, doesn't have a lot of content but curates it so well that it's like an event. Like they have the IP that you care about or that, you know, the franchises you care about and they'll put them out, you know, once every two months and people will be glued to their screens about it. Yeah. Yeah. Listen, it's, it's going, pricing is going to, is going to be at the center of all this. Um, And uh, you know, like everyone keeps asking, people are just expecting Microsoft to make an announcement for uh, for Game Pass to go up. Um, I, That's not I, soon. I, yeah, no, I, I don't. I, I think they're they're willing to take the the uh, the loss up front because they're building kind yeah. of like Disney. Um, and uh, I, I think once we get like like I said, once once Ubisoft Plus gets in there. Um, I think that we haven't heard much because you remember Ubisoft was like, no, no, that's going to be a separate service, folks, not yeah. not included. I think that there might be working with them to do make that make it included because Mm -hmm. it would be a big deal. And look, here's the thing. I'm not, I'm not saying that I wanted to raise, I I quite enjoy paying my $15 a month, but if you were to tell me it went up to $17, went up $2, 
I'm not going to cry about that because the, what I'm getting and what I'm getting, what we're getting is just so overloaded. I mean, it's it's crazy how much content we're getting. Yeah, I yeah, I don't think it's going up in price anytime soon. There has to be an understanding, I think, be, between us as gamers and, and the company at large going, listen, obviously, and they've even stated, like, this is a growth... The, the price that they have right now is shockingly low because they want so many people in it as they can. Yep. And then once they hit that certain number, and we don't know the certain number, it will go up. Yep. But to how much? Who knows? And I would say just, listen, <laughs> I would say this. No matter what, it'll go up in price at some point. Yeah. It's just important for us as consumers to let them know when when it's too much because you're right i don't care if i have to pay another five bucks let's just say i'm just throwing it out yeah because no, the content's no. so good yeah but I, until there comes a time that they, they they press you a little bit too hard that's when you speak up but if like they charge you like like let's just say god forbid it goes up by go. yeah like if yeah, it goes up by three bucks in june yeah. let's just say which no uh that's fine because again all the content that you're getting i think is reasonable for that price so uh you know it's 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 an irrational fear i understand why you have it because i too have irrational fears i'm i'm scared of heights you know i don't i don't go near them i don't uh uh as low to the ground as i can i get it but it's 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 gonna be fine you guys are gonna be you're gonna be great you're gonna play starfield for 15 bucks it's gonna be awesome and what you know what's a crazy and i say this um What's amazing with how they've been able to build, and I think it's close to 30 million, I don't care what anyone says. Sure. Um, that they haven't had a steady stream of first party stuff. Like, I, that's what's interesting. I mean, again, Halo's here, Takeaway Flight Sim is there, Psychonauts is there, you know, Fours is there. We, we have a bad, crazy good year in 2021, but they still continue to grow. We saw all the numbers, the numbers are all in the green, which is awesome. Yeah. Um, but it, look, it, at the end of the day, Joe, this is going to be a conversation that it's it's almost going to be if you are not in any of these services, you will be missing out. That that's that's the reality. And of course, with money being as difficult as it is for some, I mean, listen, like I said, I talk about this all the time. I'm a retired dude, folks. I used to do overtime for games. I can't do that anymore because I'm retired. So it's it's I have to be very smart with my money. On top of that, Mrs. Boom and I are trying to save for a place, and yeah. you know with the interest rates gone up, and it's 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 kind of put a little bit of a, a drag to what we wanted to do. But it, it it is what it is. So Game Pass for me personally yeah. is a huge help because I get a chance to play for a significantly low price, and I can still always be in the conversation. Absolutely. Even if I don't, I'm not buying the name, the game's brand new, and that, yeah. and that to me is awesome. I get it, like, and, and I'm not like the statistic to, uh, that that Microsoft would be like, "Hey, yo!" Like, I, like I saw Gene Parker actually said it perfectly. Yeah. Like, I'm not the statistic that Microsoft would brag about because I usually just test indie games on it, and if I like it, then I go buy it on PlayStation. Like, that's how I use Game Pass. But like, even I will tell you, as someone that doesn't use it as much as some of you would like, it's a tremendous service. It's yeah. tremendous. It's amazing. You know, well, listen, uh, before we move on to the big topic, uh, and that's, of course, uh, Xbox first party in 2023, which looks to be one of their biggest years in the company's 
existence. Yeah. Let me catch up with some of the super chats. It's been quite a few of them. Kayasante, I think you know that guy. Uh, great friend. He's in the Halo show. Yes, he is. Captain Key. Captain that is Keys. Absolutely right. No, Captain Key slander is probably what he's saying and yelling at the <laughs> truth right now. It's the he's ultimate right. compliment. That man is like, I'm just like, I'm like Listen, that's Kayasante. That's right. They, I know that man. He did a video a couple of weeks ago where he was on a computer. You know, with you know, with unfiltered sound, and everyone knew that he was on the set filming season two. I, yeah. I absolutely have to say, I, I agree. Chaos on the justified house. Which says, "Afternoon, folks, loving the combo, uh, gents. Boom! The ramifications of that Fortnite thing is huge. No game yes. pass uh, required to access uh, the cloud. Yeah, I, it's this is the. Uh, that's why I'm very like when I saw that, I'm like, uh oh, like." I mean, listen, like it's so clever for both of them because like this is a great test for Microsoft's cloud infrastructure web-based. And mm -hmm. like there is nothing theoretically Apple or or Google can do about it because it's off a web browser. Yes. Oops, sorry, I shook is. everything. Yeah. So it's like they found the ultimate loophole that I can't wait to see how Apple and Google respond. Uh, it's going to be something that we could be talking about. Uh, that, uh, I'm sure everyone's going to be talking about this at some point or another because this is this is a power move, is what this is. Yeah, Joe. this is a, a power move that will absolutely piss off Apple and Google. No, too bad. <laughs> what, what can I tell you? Trillion yeah, dollar companies. Exactly. Um, I don't care. I, you know, <laughs> listen, take all the money away from Tim Cook. You know? Oh my God! Uh, Sir X Man drops a two dollars super chat and says, "Want he wants uh, Forza, uh, want Forza Microsoft to have every racetrack in the world. I mean, I, I uh, motorsport. I mean, I'm sorry. He said, mm. yeah, he wants Forza Motorsport to have every track in the world. I, the, the, I don't see why they wouldn't do that. Uh, Al Alex Cullian drops a very generous two dollars super chat, and I'm not saying the first two words because it's gonna make my thing go off. He says, "How do I send the super chat?" And he wants me to say, "You know who? Who's always listening?" Alex, thank you for this uh, generosity, brother. But I can't do that live on the air because it's gonna talk and it's gonna mess everything up. Um, <laughs> TJ drops a five dollars super chat and says, Bo "Bonnie Ross, uh, Bo Bonnie Ross uh, needs to to be let go. Joseph Staten is here." And is way better at 343 uh, needs to do the story, certain affinity to do multiplayer. Look, I, I met Bonnie Ross in real life, folks. Uh, she is an intelligent, well-spoken, dedicated member of, of Microsoft. I understand that a lot of people, uh, maybe you haven't been happy with Halo the way it's gone. And I would agree with you. I will never sanction seeing someone lose their job. I, I, mm. Listen, it's it, it's games. I get it, but this is life. Yeah. I would never, I would never even suggest that. Uh, I think that um, Joseph Staten was brought in because of his expertise on how he tells a, hel a Halo story. It's proven yeah. fact that he is fan freaking tastic. It will he become the head of the studio and take over for yes. Bonnie Ross at some point? Well, I I don't know. I don't work for Microsoft, mm. but I I I think that. What we have to do is we have to take a step back and look at how difficult this has been. Remember, they changed engines. A lot of people don't know that this was Unreal. Then they did the you know the slip space engine, and that that right. apparently caused a lot of big problems. And it's listen, I, I'm not making excuses. I'm just saying that I'm never going to sanction seeing someone lose their job. That, nah. that that's just me. So yeah, um, it, it's it's like here's the thing. It's what it's it's easy for us to be the 
you know, it was the armchair quarterback or whatever, yes. Monday morning mm-hmm. quarterback, whatever. We don't know how any of these positions work. I can't tell you how Bonnie Ross's position works and how much actual like creative control that she has. Um, she's there to run the studio, mm-hmm. right? And we can all agree that studio has been in rough shape and it does need some type of executive management has uh, been at the the center of the conversation now here's the thing i will agree i will agree with drawn for uh drawn tj for a second i just want to say that you if you are the head of something whether that be the studio whether that be a head of a mechanic shop that the head of the the grocery store (laughs) you are ultimately responsible to make Sure. sure that things in the bigger picture are running tip top shape. And when they're not, I'm, I'm sorry to say you must be held accountable for that. Yeah. Um, so I, again, I, what, 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 I mean, I, cause it really, what it comes down to, people want to put blame onto something. How much blame do we put onto Bonnie Worth? I, I don't know. I don't work for the studio. I couldn't tell. Yeah. And, and that's again, like how much actual responsibility lays on them could be all of it. Could be almost none of it. Don't yeah. know. I, I don't know. So, all right. Well, Thanos, she stays. I would vote to stay. Yeah, she's going to stay there for a while. He says, Bad bit thoughts on the Halo series. Oh, cool. Um, Just burn it all to the ground, please and thank you. Well, there you go. I I, I like it. (laughs) Mrs. Boom, not so much. No, I kid. I kid. I just, I hated the first episode. People told me just to skip the second. I forgot about the third episode. I forgot about the fourth episode. Then Luke Lore, frenemy of the show of whom I, I hate. I love that. Uh, he goes, Joe, just watch the end of, of episode five. And I did. Good. It was good. And I remembered why I love Halo. And I'm yep. like, and I immediately thought this could be, I can't wait for season two when they correct all the mistakes they made in season one. Because I think they'll have a great show. But I until know. then, I'll wait. Yeah, no, I mean, listen, so far, so good. I'm, I'm quite enjoying it. A hitman drops a ten dollars super chat and says, "Maybe just buy the Embracer Group and use like ten of their two hundred support studios on Halo." That again, uh, right, anytime someone says that Microsoft is going to eventually buy Embracer Group, uh, uh, Asante gets another wing or another feather for his wings because he's been banging that drum for months. Dude, um, I don't like it. the Embracer thing. Is is nuts? It, it like. How are they getting all this money? <laughs> Dude, I, I don't know. It's, but, it's uh, crazy. It, it, it is. Wandering Dutch, good friend of the program. Hey, Dutch, what's up, brother? He drops a five-pound super chat and says, The Boom Bit Show. Afternoon, Jets. Great, uh, gents, great show. Much love to you both. Much love to you as well, my brother. Thank you so much. And, folks, let's, let's get into it. Let, let, let's yeah. get into the skinny of today's show. And that is, well what we're expecting for 2023. Now, again, if you, I had a lot of people reach out to me and say, Hey, boom, killer instinct ain't coming out. This one's not coming out. This one's not the, 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 the thumbnail wasn't meant to say that every one of those games were coming out in 2023. The problem that we have right now, it's not really a problem. It's more like, well, how do we, how do we put a thumb on this? Or how do we put a finger on this? Is we don't know what's coming out is avowed probably should be coming out. Is Fable? Well, it's been in development since 2018, so it's 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 on course, even with COVID, you know, in in the conversation. Um, you know, what else is coming out in in 2023? Is Hellblade coming out? Is, is, is Project Mara going to release before Hellblade? 
I, I, mm. I honestly don't know. Is um, you know, that that super secret project from Obsidian Games is that coming out? You know, because it's a smaller uh, team project. I honestly couldn't tell you, but what I am going to say, what I can officially say right now is as a fan who bought his first Xbox in 2001, we have been waiting for, look, I'm going to just rewind this for a second. Joe and I were talking in the green room. And um, hey, big shout out to BitCloud Gaming. What up? Right there. That's up, BitCloud. How's everything, brother? Um, I'm going to say this. Let's let's bring Sony into the conversation because we always have to. And I have a Sony guy here that represents the brand in the best way possible, folks. I I got I got I got to pimp his stuff. Uh, Listen, if you want a a Sony podcast that talks about PlayStation with the most utmost respect of other platforms, you need to tune in to double uh, to Mr. Bedbit and Kyle's show. Uh, the, the the show that he does, the Trophy Room, the Trophy Room, I got you, is, is just a phenomenal show that uh, is passionate about the brand, but doesn't disrespect everyone to make a buck to try and get yeah. that click, and that is what's incredibly important. Um, Sony did something in the three year block of 2018, 2019, and 2020 that we could be- we could potentially see happen right in front of us Mm. okay those three years for sony well folks it is the reason why they sold 115 plus million consoles it's because they put out such a strong first party lineup it was bonkers how many and not just sony first party Mm. it's all of the deals that they did to get those exclusive games in there that were timed exclusives or still to this day still actually are exclusives and they did it to great succession right now right we have to look and i see the big super chat came in i'm gonna i'm going to uh, get to that momentarily um joe last year for microsoft was a banner year right they won publisher of the year from metacritic which is a big deal it is a it is a tremendous deal. Uh, they put out a, a great a, a little sh- a little light in the beginning, very similar to what we're seeing now, but a, v- a very heavy ended uh, twenty twenty one. Now twenty twenty two, we have potentially four games on tap. Sure, Deathloop is coming in September. That's confirmed. That was on the PlayStation Five. You loved it. I loved it. I can't wait to play it on the Xbox because that's my preferred console. Uh, we also have. Uh, motorsport releasing this year uh, that i'm sure we're going to get a release date at at their event uh redfall has been rumored to be, maybe uh, be pushed to the end <clears throat> excuse me the end of the year and of course the granddaddy of more starfield those are four solid games but you know wolfenstein might be a, a, in the card still um joe looking at yeah. what they've done last yeah. year what they're doing this year and what they're potentially doing next year. How big of a deal is that? I think you're going to finally see Xbox. And I think it's like something that a lot of like when I, when I hear from Xbox folks that, that, that we, we tease a little bit, right. Is I think this year's the year. <laughs> yeah. Wait, yeah right? again, the whole wait till next E3 is the joke. Exactly. The wait till next E3 thing. I think wait till Starfield. 
Um, first and foremost, we all have to understand we're still living in a global panorama. Yep. So that is still, and we were, and we're talking about supply chain issues still till 2024, not looking better. Yep. Uh, that's why we really got to stop relying on just one area to pump out all the stuff. Nonetheless, I digress. Um, you know, I, I think like Redfall is probably a next year game. I, I definitely think all chips are on Starfield. Uh, and I think that's going to really kick off the, dare I say, virtuous cycle that we're going to see from Xbox in the next uh, year or two, which is I'm 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 thinking you're going to see a game a quarter from them starting in 2023. I think you're going to see, you know, a big title like Starfield. And then you'll wait a bit until, you know, we get what is it? Or, or not even, maybe even a little earlier. Like we'll get Deathloop, then we'll get Starfield, then we'll get Ghostwire, then we'll get Redfall, then we'll see Obsidian's thing, and that's when we start seeing the the plan laid out by Microsoft actually come into fruition, where we're seeing Bethesda and Xbox work in tandem with each other. Because if you're assuming like Bethesda comes out with about two to three games every year, and you're also assuming that xbox will put out two to three games that year that are exclusive you're talking about six major triple a games coming out in a year which puts it at around one or two ish each quarter and you're in a nice rhythm if you're microsoft and i think just by having those two publishers pair together you're going to start seeing that cycle start hitting for microsoft in in a big way i absolutely agree and it's it's exciting times. I, I yeah. think it's exciting times from a multiple uh, sides of coins here. Uh, before we move forward on this topic, uh, Drawn TJ drops, wow, dude, like a ridiculously generous $50 super chat. Ooh, he says something very interesting. He says, look, maybe I'm a little harsh on her, but you don't run a flagship title with bare bones saying it's the best we can do in six years with a $500 million uh, a budget and 500 plus employees come to the people uh come on people wake up she she needs someone to babysit her because she has mishandled it look one of the things and again folks I, i'm not trying to be a bit, you know politically correct because i said this on yesterday's show double barrel gaming is extremely privileged to know mm-hmm. that there are some people from microsoft that listen to the show i, I don't even understand why because we're such a small channel um, I don't become politically correct because maybe Phil is listening. I, I, I give it to I give it to Microsoft all the time, and I have been uh, critical of three four three because of the mishandling that there has been. They're, 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 listen, I'm not going to sit here. I'm not going to walk back. It there has been management issues, but I'm also never going to go out and say, "Hey, get fire X Y Z," because right. I, I I can't. I'm not sitting in the commander's chair. I yeah, it's like when this. so. Again, again, and that's why I'm like, we don't really know this situation because like when it came to Star Wars, everybody blamed Kathleen Kennedy. But the thing that happened after that, uh, and it's in Bob Iger's like memoir, is Bob Iger is just like she got so much shit for what was my mistake just because she is the head of this company, but I was too trigger happy with the IP and I didn't lay out a correct plan for her to succeed. 
So again, it's easy to go. That person we assume is in charge because they have a CEO and title, you know, whatever. They have a certain title in front of their their name. But what we don't really see is the background stuff. Like in truth be told, I think the Microsoft's biggest issue will always be their biggest issue, and one that we see them trying to address is the management between and synergy between studios and management yep. that we often complain about is an issue. Yeah. So it's not just that. 343 this is a, a thing as microsoft gets its ducks in a row of how it's going to manage all these studios it's a giant undertaking that is more than just one or two people so yeah. it's something that we have to, to to put into consideration here is this is a this is a if if there's a, a thing that i could say is a bit of a negative with microsoft it's their management ain't always always hitting it out of the yeah. park and, and that's something? i think that's well aware where they can really improve i think and they're well aware of that they're I, absolutely aware of that i mean you just see how their communication has been on point even when it's not necessarily the best look for them and they can afford to lose a, a couple of social media points they will so like i think you see genuine a, a genuine attempt from microsoft to go listen we understand that we don't have the synergy that PlayStation has with their studios relative to, or how we perceive, yeah. we, we want to get there and you see that they're trying to get there. So I, I, again, have faith, Bonnie, who knows? This could be all her fault. It could literally, it could be literally none of her fault. She's like a fall guy that yeah. we constantly throw on. Cause like uh, real talk, if this is Bonnie Ross's mistake, remember who her boss is. It's Matt booty. Right. And like, and we could play the blame game. It goes all the way up to the, you know, with the, the, the yarn. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But like, so obviously there is still management issues that need to be addressed. And I think we as consumers need to address that. Hey, y'all haven't hit on this. You, you've hit on certain things, which is great. But this one thing in particular, we got to, we got to put you up, up a little bit. Exactly. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And, and, and we're going to see it. Again, there's some yeah. studios that do not need any supervision that do it right every time. It's, it, it's, it's unbelievable. Just continue to just do it right. Ninja Theory is one of them. Ninja Theory doesn't, doesn't need anyone to, to, you know, to, to step up for them. Obsidian is another one. In Exile, there, that's another one. Uh, I would even dare say, uh, and I have no problem going on a limb saying, the Coalition they're doing their thing. They have great management. You not you not you don't have to hold them by the hand. Um, I don't know what's <laughs> you know what happened here, but needless to say, yeah. um, I am satisfied with what they delivered. I just want to see what they do after that. That's that's for me. Um, but let let's reel this back in as Joe. Okay. We close Sorry. in on four hundred people here. Thank you so much for. Finding the channel. If you're new, please consider subscribing. It would be greatly appreciated. Joe, we are under 1,400 from 12K, which oh is my God, awesome. That's right. We hit, we hit 10K this year Ooh, in January. Um, and uh, I'm looking forward to uh, – I would love to close out the year at 12. That would be a monster accomplishment. Um, and hopefully, if you are new and you're enjoying the banter, consider subscribing. And, of course, yeah. before you get on out of here, hit the like button. But Sir X-Men – Drops a very generous $2 super chat, an additional $2 super chat, and says, Microsoft announces Titanfall 3 exclusive on Xbox. If that happens, folks, live on the air, I'm going back in the seat. 
I'm breaking the Captain America suit because I'm going <laughs> to pull right out, of it, right, right out of it. That is my dream. Titanfall yeah. is my favorite new franchise in the past decade, hands down. Absolutely. Hands down, my favorite franchise. Um, as a matter of fact, right behind me hanging here is a Titanfall hoodie that I Ooh, won yeah. from Respawn for telling them how I jumped into a, 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 an enemy controlled encampment killed the three guys dropped my titan and got it back uh and they like nice. that story so much that they get they sent me this uh hoodie which is dope that that's freaking awesome i love that um i want to continue the talk with uh uh with 2023 because joe look one of one of the most important things for microsoft is to finally show its players all of what the studios have been doing since 2018. Like, we're yeah. rolling into prime time right now. I mean, in 2018, right, we had the announcement of the initiative. Now, granted, that had some struggles. It still does. I think they're going to be okay. I think the initiative is going to eventually be what we expected, what they announced them to be. They're going to build a, a, a particular game, and Studio B is going to come in and finish that game off, and they're going to move on to something else. I think that what happened with the initiative, too many chefs, Joe, too many mm -hmm. chefs, too many big position people, and getting that talent is great, but when they all sit around, if, if the guy that was just running Studio A is sitting down with the guys that ran Studios B, C, and D, who's in charge? I, I don't know. But if you're if you're one of those studio heads, now you're working as a team, you're going to listen to Studio D and say, but, he, but he's telling me to do something. I don't want to do that. I, I ran my own studio. I don't have to listen to him. And I think that might might have been potentially what, event, what happened. Again, it's just yeah. speculation. But... We saw in that E3 in 2018, um, uh, Ninja Theory was announced as an acquisition. Obsidian, uh, it was announced as an acquisition. Um, uh, turn, uh, not Turn 10, Playground Games was announced. All three of those studios, folks, including Compulsion Games. Let me, let, 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 let me not forget the Dark Horse. That's another one that was in that conversation. And all of their games are on the cusp of coming out. Now, do I think we're getting a vowed fa a fable and something else, uh, you know, uh, in, in one year? I, I'm not going to sit here and tell you I wouldn't want that. Um, <laughs> fable, maybe, I'm um, not holiday, um, uh, first quarter 24, maybe. Yeah. I, 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 potentially, again, this is just my idea. Um, but, Joe, yeah. uh, people are waiting for Fable. People are waiting for a vowed, and people really, you know, why people want a vowed because uh, people are waiting for um, for Elder Scrolls to come out. We know that's not coming out for a while, and Obsidian, man, they just know how to tell great RPG stories. Yeah, and I think a vowed is something that comes next year. Um, I don't know what, what uh, I, I think Compulsions is next year. I think Compulsions is first quarter next year, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. Um. It's going to be interesting for you seeing, you know, coming from the Sony's point of view where yeah. they put these three monster years together that really just it just compounded the conversation of why Sony was the market leader and continues. Right. Again, they're still the market leader, but why that block of years 
18, 19, and 20 really told a story of running a tight ship, everything just just running like a well-oiled machine, one monster triple uh, A first-party game after another, and they were all hits on meta, they were hits on sales, they, they just were hitting on all cylinders. Microsoft is setting themselves up for that. It started last year, it's going to continue this year, because I still think there are one or two games that we don't know that are coming out this year that are closer that they're saving as a surprise, which I I, I think I, I I don't know who it's going to be, but I'm looking forward to that. But 23 looks to be one of those years, and you said it, one or two games per quarter. If yeah. they can hit that cadence, Joe, that's that's between four that's between four and eight uh, first party games in one year. That's monstrous. How big would that be for Microsoft? But more importantly, how big it would be for selling Xbox Game Pass. And that potentially two hundred and fifty dollar uh, Series S. Yeah, dude, I think that's a th- that that thing's the juggernaut, man. I I know I see you know the the Twitter clowns like going, oh, it's, it's all over Best Buy. Well, if it's available and people are picking it up, uh, Joe, not, can, can, can I say can I, can I just jump in for a second and say yeah. the thing that I, the running theme with the knuckleheads with the boobs as, as, as I like to call them Tom. is. Um, a, it shouldn't be counted with console sales, right? That's dumb. That, it's that's dumb the, because they 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 want it not to count because they're losing the argument, right? Which is the, the dumb dumbs, right? Yeah. And second of all, and I'm going to say this: Just I don't know it. personally about you or anybody in the chat. I don't have three hundred dollars, and I yeah. wouldn't just oh, I'm walking past something like a like a robot. Uh, impulse buy three hundred. An impulse buy is a hundred bucks. An impulse mm-hmm. buy is not three hundred dollars. So when they say that. Oh, well, the people are just buying it because it's sitting there. That's dumb. Mm-hmm. Don't be the don't be those people. People are buying it because maybe they're getting into Xbox the first time because they keep hearing about Xbox Game Pass. Maybe people don't people a lot of people are now digital on pretty much everything. And that's a digital box. God and bless. It's God bucks bless. And, and here's the thing, Joe. I yeah. saw an ad that it was on sale for $227. Yeah, so like for me like it, the impulse buy is a, is an incredible argument because it a versatile one cuz you can it, use it it, is, it, if, it does it does it does scale. It, yeah, like it does time. happen. Like I remember Luke told me a story cuz again he was he's been dumb since the moment he was born. Like he can't help that he's stupid. You right? nearly choked me live on the air. Damn you, Joe. <laughs> Love, by the way, I love Luke Lore. I just want to put uh, it out there. Uh, he doesn't mean it, Luke. <laughs> anyway, so um, his mother, my girlfriend, she bought him a PlayStation. <laughs> what a great thing that was. She, she bought him a PlayStation at Toys R Us because there was no N64s, right? So, like, those cases, they exist. But it's not like everybody who walked in to get a PS5 and sees a Series S goes, well, if I can't have it, <laughs> this will do. That's not like that's not everybody. Right. That there is an argument to be made that, like, you know, I think Mac Piscatella said it from the start. He's like, whoever can make more consoles will sell more consoles. Both audiences yeah. are hungry for these consoles. They're not going like the demand's not dying for them, you know, one way or the other. So to to me, when I see the Series S, it's an awesome machine because it is for those who are, are like maybe they come in for the PS5. They go, 
All right. Well, listen, it's not coming anytime soon. Let me hear. I hear great things about Game Pass and let me try it out. Or I am the PlayStation gamer and I go, you know, what? it's 300 bucks. I hear so many things about a Game Pass. Let me try it out. Or I'm just going to play it for Halo. Yep. Right. And that's what you know, my box is going to be. In truth, I should have bought a Series S instead of an X. Uh, in, in total truth, the way I use it. So, like, to me, I think it's a great secondhand console or, you know, a second console, whether it is your second console from your PlayStation, Xbox, or Switch, or even handing it off to your kid. Yeah, I, I, think I just that bought is, my nephew Tyler his first Xbox, and he's loves it. He's, and it's a Series S. Riders Republic, and he's playing oh, everything else that's in there. It's exactly it's a blast. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, it's a versatile little box to be sold at a really great price. Um, so, like, it doesn't it doesn't matter if it, if it's not as powerful as the PS Five, so you can't count it. It's like, no, it's still an Xbox. You can count it. <laughs> Nonetheless, though, to to to, to blanket off what you're you're saying uh, from earlier. Um, yeah, I do think this is the next, and I want, I want, to, I want to just state this for the record: the next three years are probably going to be the most interesting years that we've seen in the console race yep, for a while. Yeah, you're seeing Xbox and PlayStation both come out going, "Hey, we we need acquisition managers, right? We yes. need people that focus yes. in on this stuff because this isn't going away." Like, like. This is going to remain a thing for a very long time because now content is king. And you're starting to see that for PlayStation. That's why you're starting to see them pivot and and make all these, you know, games of service type of of moves. And you've been seeing it for Microsoft a little bit early with all their acquisitions as well. You're seeing both competitors being the most competitive they have ever been since I would say like the PS one era of just, they're not going after each other's throat. Like Xbox doesn't want to run PlayStation out of business. PlayStation doesn't want to run Xbox out of business. Uh, No one really cares who's first so much as they're making a lot of money. Like everybody wants to be the market leader. That's great. But like, they're not thinking of it as a, I mean, that's yeah. They're, They're not thinking of it as like a team. Like we do. They're thinking of it as, yeah, purely business, but like they want to maximize their profits the the most that they absolutely can. Um, so when we start seeing 2023, 2024, 2025, you're thinking about the the brands that Xbox have put in already now starting to hopefully lead bear like like or whatever the, the phrase is where it's. You're starting to see Bethesda and Xbox work in tandem. Hopefully, starting in next year, you're going to see that again. They're holding hands, skipping in paradise with each other. Once the Activision Blizzard deal goes through, which I don't have a doubt it will, Jason. Um, <laughs> I, <laughs> I love Hoag, man. Hoag's been on a tear because this he, guy. Listen, I love. I love Hulk. him, man. That guy is awful Star is- Wars takes, but everything else is stellar. Look, the deal's going through. It, it's going it, through. It, 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 is it going to have some opposition? Is there going to be people out there throwing a tantrum and wanting to see it? Yes, but it's yes. ultimately it's going to go through. Yeah, um, it's going to happen. And once Activision, I think that's like, to me, 
I really want to see what Xbox does there. Not in terms of like, well, it's going to be an exclusive or not. Uh, yeah. in, in how they That's rehabilitate. Good. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I'm like, okay, okay. But like, to me, it's how they, how do they rehabilitate, rehabilitate them and get them running? And, well, and, and, first and, and foremost, and, and, and I know this is this, we could throw another three hours on this. The human element must come first. Yeah. They must uh, prove to the people, the employees, the men and women that are there that the shenanigans that went on is gone. The devil is no longer a part of it. And Bobby Kotek, because that's what he is. Uh, and uh, all, all, of the, all of the people that were responsible for looking the other way as these atrocities happened are going to be gone and out of the industry and not a part of this company. So people are going to be able to breathe a sigh of relief in, uh, in um, how they go to work each and every day. Once that's done, the rehabilitation uh, on studios is going to be incredibly important. Uh, Toys for Bob is going to make platformers like they should. Ravensoft mm -hmm. are going to make incredible new stories um, that they've done in the past. Uh, and, and the list just goes on and on of who they've acquired that could go back to making games that are just not Call of Duty, which I yeah. think is incredibly important. Uh, listen, folks, we are almost an hour and a half um, I know Joe's on limited time, folks. This has been a yeah. magnificent uh, episode of X. We had, again, almost 400 people here. Let me just catch up on the last Super Chats, and we'll do some outros. Uh, Drawn TJ drops an additional $2 Super Chat, and he says, I just want Halo back, that's all. Listen, brother, your point is <laughs> hey, well you're taken, fine. And yeah. you are 100%, you, you are correct in saying so. You are a customer. You are a fan. You want the brand to be the best it can be, and there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. And uh, to, uh, listen, I, again, to, to suggest that there isn't management issues going on would be someone that's turning a blind eye to a situation. There are management issues. They need to address them. They currently are addressing them. How long that takes to come to fruition, I don't know. But I'm sure that they're well aware of what needs to be done. And that's yeah. why we're seeing the changes at leadership there with Joseph Staten coming back, and I believe that he's going to take a bigger role in what moves the needle forward with Halo Infinite, which is a 10-year plan. But that is the last Super Chat of the day. I want to thank the 400 people that, we, that have come out to support not only Double Barrel Gaming, but, of course, this new show. And um, tomorrow, uh, I had announced that I was going to see Multiverse of Madness with my brother. Well, after the rise of COVID here in mm. both New Jersey and in New York, we have uh, made the conscious decision that going to see a Marvel film uh, is not worth the risk. So we have returned our tickets. Now, what I'm not having breakfast at Boom tomorrow because we had that yesterday. What I am going to do is I'm going to be playing Halo from about 9 a.m. to 12. I'm going to leave the oh, party yeah. open. If you want to oh, join yes. me and play Halo Infant multiplayer, it's going to be one of the few times that I do play with the community because, like I said, I, I only have so much time. From 9 to 12 tomorrow, it's Mr. Boomstick XL on Xbox Live. It's Mr. Space, Boomstick Space, XL. Uh, the party is going to be open. Jump in. Let's talk. Let's have a good time. So for three hours tomorrow, instead of going to see a film, I'm going to get down with the community and play some Halo Infinite Season 2 Lone wolves. Can I tell you something? Doing that tomorrow. Yes, sir. I'm risking it for the biscuit. I'm double vaxxed. Nice. I got my. Ma I'm gonna have my mask on. Yeah, I had. And I'm just gonna hold my to breath go. for three hours. Yeah, <laughs> that's kind I of like my deal. I'm just gonna 
hold my breath for three hours. I'm going during the day too. We so had we had ten thirty in the morning tickets, so it's yeah. likely that we wouldn't have had a full theater. But it's but you don't want to risk it for the. You know what the problem is? The problem is is that people well people are dumb. That's yeah. that's that's the reality. And people are are are, are just they're not paying attention. I guarantee you, there can be people in there with no masks and to sit in an enclosed space for two plus hours. No, I get it. Yeah, it's 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 it. I I rather I look. I, I say this all the time. I say it jokingly, but I mean it. Somehow or another, I did twenty one years as a police officer, and there are two things that never happened. One, I never shot anybody, which is awesome. And two, I didn't die, which is even better. So I was able to retire, which I did, which is I'm here for everyone to enjoy each and every week. And I don't want to risk dying for a virus to see a Marvel film that I can watch on demand or, or on premium uh, 70 days from now. So it's fine. It's fair. Yeah, it's fine. But listen, Joe, I'll I do want it. you to sell your brand, brother. I want <laughs> yeah. you to tell everyone about the trophy room. I want you to tell them where they can check it out on these RSS feeds. And more importantly, if somebody wants to strike up a conversation with you on social media, where could they do that? Well, first and foremost, what a great little reunion this was, Boo. This was awesome. I miss this. this. Awesome. I really do. <laughs> um, yeah, you could find me over at Mr. Badbit on Twitter. You could find the show at PS Trophy Room on Twitter. And you can find the show itself. First off, we've been growing quite a quite a bit on on, on YouTube, which I appreciate. Yeah, but aren't you over seven thousand? We're or we're close? getting there. We're You're getting close. there. You're close. Yeah, yeah. Maybe I'll start making YouTube content. I mean, who knows? But you can find the video version of the Trophy Room on YouTube at the Trophy Room Show. But primarily, we are on Apple Podcasts. We are on Spotify. We are on Google Play. So if you like a nice little PlayStation here and there news. Uh, check out the trophy room. You're, boom's right. We don't do any of the fanboy nonsense. In fact, we have to like knock some some fanboys. We gotta wake them up from time to time. You know what I mean? We gotta bring the stick under their nose and like, oh man, I'm up. I'm awake. Uh, we don't do any of the council bashing. We love having uh, different opinions on our show. It just makes the show more interesting. So if you like a good PlayStation show that's gonna respect your brand, uh, of course we're gonna have differing opinions on some things, but. As long as you can deal with that, this place is for you. And that is the trophy room, a PlayStation podcast made by the players for the players where each and every Thursday, me and my best friend Kyle talk about the latest and greatest in all things PlayStation. This week, we talked about Square selling some of its studios to Embracer, what that may mean for the future of Square Enix. We're going to be talking about why on earth would WB Games be interested in selling their own studios? And of course, we're going to tackle the nonsense that was PlayStation blocking stacking of PlayStation Plus and PlayStation Now, which uh, yeah. was dumb. It's just like, yeah. just say it. Just say, hey, guys, listen, gang, we're going to do this for the time being because some of y'all found a loophole. And so that's and I'd be fine. Just tell it to me. But don't yeah. be sneaky. Don't yeah. just pull the rug. When you get when you get caught out there, it makes it look worse. Exactly. Because now you're like, oh, there was a loophole. I could have got this for cheaper. Son of a gun. Anyway, but you can find all that and more over at the Trophy Room. This week's episode is a whole lot of fun. Yeah. Really Can't wait to check that out. Uh, Jerome TJ drops an additional $2. Super chat. Says, I'll play with you. Boom. Absolutely, brother. 9 a.m. to 12 p.m. I'll be uh, on Xbox Live again at uh, find me Mr. Boomstick XL on Xbox Live. Um, and of course, 
uh want to say a big thank you for all the super chats that continue to come in the channel memberships that continue to come in if you missed um uh this live and you wanted to because i have people reach out to us all the time say boom i i'm sorry i can't catch you live because i'm either sleeping or it's a different time zone and i really want to support the channel uh youtube has added something called super thanks and mm. what you can do now uh if you activate it is do a g- give a super chat for a video which is it's 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 the most uh forward-thinking progressive thing i've seen them do since i joined it and i understand it's not for me it's for their 30 percent. but at the same time it still helps smaller content creators uh power their channels you know because everything everything costs something these days whether it be <laughs> programs or whatever new pcs uh headphones mics all that costs something so uh, if you ever wanted to uh, support the channel after the live content, there is now a way for you, in fact, to do that through Super Thanks. And it's a little button with a heart on it and a plus. So a big thank you for all of that. Uh, Joe, drop your link, Suicide King is asking. Oh, um, drop my links? Drop yes. my links? Yeah. Oh, yeah, man, that's yeah. so much pressure. That's so much. Here's the deal. Okay, here's what I'll do. One sec, one sec. Let me get to mr bit bit let me i'll drop you i'll drop you the link to my twitter and from there you'll see all the things you've ever needed to see and more so let me just get onto that right quick i have to open up windows it's just so, so much suspense i i dropped your youtube into the chat oh there you go that's that's all you need go there you over go, there everyone. check there it is, out uh there is the trophy room on youtube uh go to at mr bad bit on twitter uh, all his links, though, are in the show notes. So once Ooh. this goes up on uh, on on demand, you just got to click it. One click, you're in. And uh, and Drawn TJ actually drops an additional two dollars super chat and says, "I'll subscribe, Mr. Bad Bit." There you Thank go. you, sir. Thank you, brother. Well, listen, ladies and gentlemen, that is your show. Thank you so much for being here. Hopefully, we get a chance to hang out and play Halo Infinite uh, Season Two Lone Wolves tomorrow for a nice three-hour block between 9 a.m. Eastern uh, Eastern and uh, 12 p.m. Eastern. And uh, I'll close out the show with something, folks, that's important to me. I hope one day it's important to you, and that's something that my dad taught us when we were kids. And he said, Craig, treat others how you want to be treated and also doesn't cost anything to be nice. You live by those rules, son. I can guarantee you you're going to have an awesome day. So take care, everyone, and we'll see you next week on the newest episode of X-Vlog Live. Thank <laughs> you.